Yo, the fact and that you rubbing. can identify who the fucking Usos are. <laughs> like, props props to you. Because I don't pay that much attention to them. They just look like two chubby Samoans to me. <laughs> You are listening to the 34th, 38th edition of the Slam Bros Podcast. I'm, of course, the Bowman 1-2-L, dry as a land mammal, as I've left my natural habitat, which is the pool, swimming laps. Of course, I'm joined, none other than Illawasi Illa, what's good? What up, Slam Bros? We are ready for Summer Slam. It is upon us. And you're rocking with the best, so let's get to it. Let's do the rundown and do a Slam Slam preview. Oh, wait. Wait, oh. wait, wait. Wait. Mm-hmm. Do we have any dirt? Yeah, because we got I know, I know this dude could not have gotten into something again. <laughs> like, tell me he went on vacation. There was no rumblings in the news. It's calm waters. You know, he's somewhere drinking tequila with a ghost who walks floating around him. Tell me, Bobby. No. No. Mm-mm. Unfortunately, no. Um, Van Damme. Las Aventuras. Hey, Alberto, Albertron, he's sus amigos. When we last left our hero. Him and his, uh, his significant other were trying to play the, the game and clear up the mistakes of the past and paint a prettier picture for a brighter tomorrow. But it seems that his actions have finally caught up with him. And his alleged employer, this alleged... Have we have we have any confirmation on this wrestling company yet? Are they a real wrestling company? Do they have employees? Maybe, but sometimes they don't pay their employees. Um... <laughs> So if like, can you really be a company with employees if you're not paying for employees? Then you're just doing volunteer work, right? Maybe they should list themselves as a nonprofit. I I don't know. All right, so but whatever this nonprofit organization, <laughs> yo, maybe they really are a nonprofit because have they ever made money? <laughs> I <right>. don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, we digress. For this company that um, El Patron works for, uh, he said that, you know, his suspension should be lifting soon and always going to be good. Well, it turns out uh, this imaginary company has stripped him of his championship title. They stripped him of his belt. Boom, boom, boom. But so, didn't he already get stripped of his belt? No, nah, he didn't. He didn't get stripped. He sat with it. Now, it didn't look like that because they tape like two months of TV in two days. So... He's going to be champ for a while on this imaginary wrestling TV show. But um, they finally stripped him a few days ago. But not to be outdone by just getting his title stripped. You know, got to turn this into a positive. All right. Our main man said it was his idea to be to uh, to drop the title to have it stripped because he wanted to set an example for the rest of the uh, wrestlers in said company and be treated fairly he's like yo if you get in trouble you know you gotta pay the piper and you know while i was proven not to be the aggressor in this incident and it's kind of water on the bridge overall i need to conduct myself better as a champion and i should so it's my idea for them to strip the title illa your thoughts that sounds like some pure d bullshit (laughs) yeah man you oh man yeah Homie's got it, man. Homie's got it, man. Starting off a new season of, um, you know, Lost Familiars with uh, just BS already. Also, uh, Paige says she hopes to be wrestling sometime soon. <laughs> okay. I I don't even I don't even remember what her injury is or what it is, but you know she still has a job, so I guess we should celebrate that. I mean, work is hard. If you can hold down a job, hold down a job, All right? No joke. Bills need to be paid. So, and whatever Paige is doing, she's holding on a job. So, congrats. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. 
one thing we got to touch on. Of course, you everyone's seen reports of the Nature Boy Ric Flair being hospitalized this week. Um, the thing about the reports is they're coming fast and loose. No one's really sure. No one's really confirming what he's in the hospital for. We just know that he's in critical condition. Uh, we hear one thing from one person, and then the Flair camp comes back and denies that's what he's in for. People are saying it was a heart condition, then it was a colon colon surgery, and now both of those have been shot down by uh, Flair's management and family, saying no one's being really being specific about the injuries or what Flair was uh, administered in the hospital for. We do know that he was in a medically induced coma earlier in the week, and he did have a surgery of some sort, and that he's still in serious condition. Now, his current girlfriend, she released a statement today, and she's like, I don't understand where, you know, he's still in critical condition. She gave us an update, said he still needs your prayers, still in critical condition, but she doesn't understand how the media is coming up with all these, you know, stories about what he is and isn't for. And I'm like, it's pretty easy. No one's releasing any details. So there's just mass speculation on the internet. And people talk, and if a friend of Flair says one thing, that's going to be taken as, you know, a source. So if you're not providing details on what's going on, then of course people are going to speculate. But that's no, that's no heat on her, but just, you know, you know, shout out to Flair, the uh, 16-time, possibly 25-time champ. 25-time. He's all right. If you if you talk to Flair, if you talk to Flair, he'll tell you he, he won that belt twenty five times. Well, yeah, couple, I mean because you know. WWE rewrites history to suit their needs. But yeah, so. I mean he's been in so many different promotions and things of that nature, and then you have the different variations of the title belt. So yes, I mean I don't know if it's twenty five, but he's definitely you know held it down. That's definitely been, re- been reported. But uh, peace and blessings to Ric Flair. We hope you pull through, Nate. Um, you know, a picture of you, an autographed picture is actually at this Italian spot I dipped to in the Houston City set. So, you know, and everybody just love the nature boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, woo. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Woo. All right. So, yo, let's get into SummerSlam. What year is it? 2017. Back to Brooklyn. Back again. You excited? What year is it? <laughs> oh, shit. With Donald Trump, it's like a fucking... This year shouldn't even count. Yeah, it's like we're we, in the dark We need, ages a, we right need now. a refund for this year. We need our money back That's for this like, year. Can, can I just get my taxes back already? I know I already yeah. got them, but can I get another tax return on this shit, bro? <laughs> oh, man. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> SummerSlam is upon us, and the first match dropping... Is the Big Show versus Bad Theme Music Cast? Although actually they changed Cast's music. Um, it was it's, it's, it's like from bad to like. I right, it went from god awful to bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> a good, good example. All right, and look, this is gonna be a challenge. So this is gonna be our challenge for the podcast. All right, trying to be a little bit more positive. So you only get three cynical strikes the entire podcast. All right, only three times we can each be super cynical. Shit, I'm, I'm a fail. <laughs> <laughs> so save them. Save them for where you want them. All right. I'm going to save mine for a little bit later. You know. Yeah, now I'm going to fail. I'm going to save them. So, all right, Big Show versus Big Cast. It's really how Big Show, New Look Big Show, got roped into this feud because it ends up. Oh, we forgot. The whole point is Enzo's going to be in a shark cage because they're still selling those. Uh, those Shark playset. So, you know, Enzo's going to be hanging from the shark cage. Last time we had a shark cage match, I had to ask you, Illa, what gets dropped from Wait, the cage? A shark playset? What are you, you talking about? All right. So, earlier this year at NXT TakeOver, whatever, um, the authors of playing versus DIY were in a match for the tag team titles with. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't DIY. It was the Australian boys, the whatever their area code is over there. The Australian boys. They were in a, in a tag match, and their manager Paul Edrick was suspended above the ring in a shark cage. You know, classic thing from the eighties. Everyone's like, "Why the hell is this cage match happening?" Turns out that WWE and Mattel had a new 
playset, which is the WWE Shark Cage playset, where you can get a ring and some, you know, you, wrestling you, you action stop. figures. You can, you can stop. I yeah. Don't, I don't care anymore. There we go. All right. All it's, you right, know, so. it's cross promotion. The point is, Enzo's in a damn cage above the ring. What does he drop down in the ring? The point is, this match is happening because Big Show's on the payroll and he needs a check. That That's the point of this match. Other I think that, the, po- point the, the point is, like, to try and get Cass over as a villain and failing miserably. Failing Yo, Boston, yeah, miserably. Boston on Raw was lit. They would not let this man talk. I mean, the only thing they can really do is maybe turn Enzo heel, and he joins with Big Cass, and oh, a, they, they beat a Big Show. No, I don't know. Like, the whole thing is no one likes Enzo. Which would be dumb. Well, no, no, no. The fans love Enzo. The WWE brass doesn't like it's Enzo. Like, like, I, maybe he drops a microphone. That's what it is. He drops a microphone from the cage. You know. Um, And they, they did the bit on Raw that Big Show has one hand, but... Big Show can still punch with the other hand, right? Yeah. He does one-handed choke slams, so he's done right? dual-handed choke slams. So so he can use the other hand. So yeah, we spent too much time talking about this match. Yeah, okay. All right. All mm-hmm. right, here we go. What's Next the, match, the SmackDown Ooh. brand match is what? Uh Randy Orton versus Rusev Matska. What is it? Rusev, Rusev, Matska. Yeah. Rusev's been back, and he gets saddled immediately with Randy Orton, the king of sleep style. Uh, I will tell you something hilarious that happened. I was, I once again, was not live tweeting SmackDown. I'm sorry, but your, your boy Bowman is working these long days. And sometimes I just had to get my flex on. So I was at the gym last night. And shout out to this dude. I love when he's at the gym because he always has like either Raw or SmackDown on when he's on the treadmill. So I did catch the end of that Rusev-Chad uh, Gable match. And when Randy came and hit that RKO, this man damn near popped off his treadmill. He was like, yes! <laughs> he jumped <laughs> up on the treadmill. <laughs> right? And he was like, yes! And then like, he turned around to check to see if anyone else saw him in the gym. And I was like, yeah, guy, I saw you. <laughs> you should have like, gave him the thumbs up and a head. Nah. I gave him, I gave him the thumbs up. I was like, yo, that was a good RKO. Like, you're good. You're good. But, yo, this man got airborne on his treadmill, like, when that RKO happened. <laughs> so, I don't know. He was good. So, like, I ain't going to hate on that man. Because when he's there, I know I'm not going to miss wrestling. Like, he gets his, he gets his exercise in. And he gets his wrestling in, and he's, like, in it. Like, he is all his head nodding. Like, if he could boo, he would boo. But <laughs> Well, hey, so we got to pick a winner. Um, who would you pick for the Big Show versus Big Cass match? I'm going with Big Cass. Uh, Big Cass. I'm going to say Big Cass. And who you have in a Randy Orton versus Rusev? Uh, Randy Orton, because Randy Orton has had three pay-per-view losses in a row now, so they have to build Randy back up. Co-signature. So, I mean, if Randy doesn't get wins, how is he ever going to be the king of sleep style? You know, he's got to defend that title. All right, next up to bat, we have the Cruiserweight Championship, a rematch featuring the newly crowned champion, Akira Tozawa, versus Flying Dumbo Ears, Neville. Um, before we get there, I think the guy, Brandon Strud on Uproxx, he suggested putting... Sasha Banks in the Titus brand because he he does make a good point and Sasha playing herself is a lot more charismatic than her trying to play a face. So if you give her people to play off of, like if you ever seen her on Up Up Down Down or some of the videos, other videos like New Day, just interacting, like yo, she's just she's a cool, funny person. But on TV, her character has like no life. So, but, yo, shout-outs to Tozawa for winning, random enough, on Raw. But also, shout-outs to the Titus brand, because um, the resurrection of Titus is real, folks. And, you know, he's out there. His brand's legit. And, like, he's legit, like, one of the smartest managers on TV right now. Like, he got his boy a match. 
And I'm saying, he trying to get off that affirmative action list. Yeah, he he got his boy match. On top of that, he got his boy a title match. You know, he got Apollo out there actually doing stuff. I was like, yo. What does Apollo really do? Yo, he was in in purple. He was in purple. He was matching colors, all right? He's an accessory. Apollo Crews (laughs) is like a shorter, beefier Virgil. Like, they need to put him in a cutoff shirt with with a tie. And just have him mean mug the whole time and be the bodyguard and play that role for Titus. He, I mean, uh, he's, that's it. The funniest thing about the match was the post match where Titus being so big, he would grab Akira and was trying to hold his hand up, but he's like ragdolling him. So he grabbed his hand and Akira's just like flopping around because he can't do shit. You got a, a big dude that's just moving him around, remote controlling him. Hilarious. But yeah, so good for the Titus brand. I think that Akira is going to retain this time out against Neville. And we're going to uh, have, you know, uh, the beginnings of something decent for the Titus brand. Uh, yeah, I think if they can get some more titles in the title, that would just be dope. You know, if they start putting it in there and, you know, I mean, I mean, Wale's in there. No, you know. if they can find <laughs> something for Apollo Crews to do, they would be dope. They, they, they will find, they because will find. he's failing miserably as a wrestler. As a uh, professional wrestler, yeah. He was supposed to be the one. I remember three years ago, people were like, yo, he's the one. You know? Someone cut in the, the, the Obi-Wan. No, if anyone would cut in, it would be me. Damn it. Giving myself work to do. You were the chosen one. It was said that you would destroy this and not join them. Bring balance to the force. Not leave it in darkness. Um. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I would agree. I think Tozawa is gonna retain here. Neville has had a nice run, a strong run like Neville with a dominant championship actually makes winning a belt worthwhile. And a lot of things came into play. The Red Arrow is still an effective finishing move, while Tozawa didn't get hit by it; he missed it. So like his Neville's finish is still protected, and um, we know Neville's gonna be on the hunt. And um, Tozawa has, um, you know, gives him more opportunity because a bunch of heels in the cruiserweight division. So we'll we'll see different different people. So like, yeah, um, probably their match won't be as long as it was on Raw for SummerSlam because you know whatever. All right, Ellie, you ready to move up this list? Yep. What's next? All right, here we go. <laughs> do 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 do. Oh fuck, John Cena <laughs> versus Baron Corbin. You want to use one of your, you want to use one of your... <laughs> <sighs> But you know what? John Cena's been taking a lot of L's lately. And uh, he's had people kicking out of the... Um, uh, attitude adjustment. F- fucked up attitude adjustment. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like that, that version of John Cena, getting other people over. But he's still a dickhead. So, fuck John Cena. Okay, so... um. I actually, you guys are gonna, you, you guys be like, yo, Bowman, you tripping? I actually need John Cena to get a win here, because he has been taking a lot of L's. So um, we can't just be giving wins to everyone now. And uh, and you know so he's I, gonna he's gonna win with the um, attitude adjustment off the top rope or middle rope or whatever. Or the second, or like his rolling attitude adjustment, because you know it's like standard now. Everyone's kicking out of that first AA. That's just like everyone gets one. You know, you get one. So either the, the double, uh, I guess we should rewind and talk quickly, briefly on SmackDown and Baron Corbin being the um, the dumbest wrestler of 2017, and like, actually provided one of the funniest moments in WWE history. <laughs> so it's like, did no one know how the cash in works? So John Cena is facing Jinder Mahal. For the first time, never. No, because they fought before. Don't let them tell you. They fought before. I guess technically it's SmackDown Live. Live in the title. But no, John Cena has wrestled and beaten gender before. But if he wasn't hard body then. So, here's the thing. John Cena did more to make gender look strong than Randy did. Because the Randy matches were just gender getting his ass whooped. You know? Um, but at least, like, Cena will sell for you. He, he he will, and he did for 
gender for a little bit, but it still wasn't like his best work. So, of course, you know, Mahal kicks out of that first AA and everyone's like, oh, snap, right? Also, like, yo, gender, he's from Canada, folks. I don't know if we told you this, but his hometown really is in Canada. All right, so he kicks out. Cena goes for the, the top rope AA, hits it, and Baron Corbin comes out and starts stomping on Cena because, you know, you know WWE logic. And so Jinder's just there, knocked out. Like, he's dead. He got the super AA. He's dead. And Baron's like, ah, beat up John Cena. Leaves the ring. And, like, everyone, did you watch the crowd? Like, everyone in the ring is pointing back at Mahal. And, like, there was, like, one guy who's, like, he looked so confused. He's, like, like, he was personally hurt that Corbin was not attempting to cash in. It was that stupid. It was that stupid. Corbin gets halfway up the ramp, and he's like, oh, I got the bridge case. Let me cash this in. So he cashes it in. Um, The referee is checking on Mahal to see if he's available to fight or whatnot, and it's like, that's not how it works. The cash-in is just like, yo, anyone, anytime. Like, if you're knocked out, you're knocked out. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. You know good and well. Every time they've done it, it's the, the what makes this one the classic is, of course, they always do the check on the wrestler. The wrestler gives the, yeah, I can fight. Because normally it's like a John Cena or somebody who, you know, uh, some good dude. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I can fight. I can go. And it, I'm, I'm the heroic dude. And I'm going to stand up and take a move. And then I lose my title. And that's usually how it plays out. Whereas you're dealing with a heel. So Jinder Mahal is trying his best to stay on that mat. Like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm knocked out, ref. I'm knocked out. <laughs> You know, finally the ref signaled. But it took a long time. So, yeah. Signal that he's good to go. And then John Cena jumps on the apron. Baron John Corbin. Cena was just there. He didn't even, like, attack or anything. Like, Corbin distracted himself attacking Cena. Well, because you see Corbin's looking at him the whole time. Yeah. So, so he could have he could have kicked him down at Before any point. the match started. At yeah. any point. But no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Because he looks at John Cena at least three or four times. Yeah, he, he checks he on him. I would have just been popped him upside his head while the ref is fooling with Jinder Mahal. Oh, so, gosh. of course, he turns his attention back to Jinder. And get, you get the schoolboy. Yeah, he got the schoolboy. And lost. Not, not even with the ropes. Not even with the ropes assist. It was and the schoolboy. And I laughed <laughs> my arse off. It was hilarious. The most hilarious failed catch. Because it's just like, <laughs> you just played yourself like some chump. It was awesome, Baron Corbin, but it did. It worked because it also fueled the storyline because he's going to blame John Cena for costing him his money in the bank, his money in the bank and title shot. So it ties into that, and it works out, but it was hilarious. And Jinder Mahal with that shitty grin as he said, <laughs> clutching his belt like, yeah. <laughs> it was greatness. Oh, man, that was entertaining. A great way to finish that uh, main event. All right, so uh, we we know Illa, your always position is fuck John Cena. Well, that is that's understood. Does John Cena win this match? Yeah, John Cena's gonna win this match. Fuck boy. <laughs> All right, and yeah, so John Cena gets his W here. Um, Got to protect the franchise because he's going to Raw. All right, speaking of Raw, Raw Tag Team Championship, uh, Sheamus and Cesaro, do 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 do, versus Dean Ambrose and the Shield. Wait, hold on. That's not right. Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Shield two-thirds. Without the music. <laughs> the, the, so do they come out from the crowd? No. Nah, do they? They're going to come out to their separate themes. Because Roman Reigns has the cool theme music. That's how that works. Do they Ro- come out in the squat, the SWAT gear, though? That would be interesting. That would be an interesting change. But I think they're just going to come out as themselves. As uh, an auto mechanic, a bum ass auto mechanic, and a Power Ranger. <laughs> I'm about to say, he had, Seth Rollins has not brought out the CrossFit Jesus suit for a while. Does he come out in the white gear? Of course, it's SummerSlam. I, He's got to come out as CrossFit Jesus, you know, the broke ass Power Ranger. And Dean Ambrose comes out, you know, as that drunken auto mechanic. The only thing he's missing is like some overalls and maybe a cigarette hanging from his lip. So, yeah. He's like, yo, he's, I'm the auto mechanic that forgets to put your car in, um, in park. He leaves it in a neutral, but like, yeah, we don't know what happened, man. Now this can only <laughs> either, either, either Ambrose and Rollins win, and it cements them back together as a shield, which is what I think is gonna happen, right. or 
they could lose and then it goes into um them having a series of one-on-one matches uh you know blaming each other blah 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 uh if they win if they do win it it does give the raw tag team scene uh some places to go because there are some heel teams on there of course you have the rematch with uh cesaro and sheamus there's the club that are directionless uh the revival they'll be back in a couple of weeks so there's there's more heel teams on raw right now being boring somewhere so (laughs) right there's more there's more uh heel teams on raw so because uh, i think are the only faces the hardy boys what other tag teams there yes all right so like that would be it um it, it gives dean and seth something to do because you know the uh the, the universal title picture is going to be pretty packed and if the rumors are true that john cena is going to be coming to the raw brand then you know they're going to just be pushed down on the card anyway so but i mean it's the thing you know, your tag team specialists always lose to the superstar tag team, you know, and Sheamus might be a WWE champion. They clearly aren't using them the same way they kind of view like Ambrose and Seth Rollins as champions right now. And Cesaro, well, you know, he's genius, but he's never got that gold gold, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and he's about to lose his gold gold this week. He's about to lose it, man. So uh, two thirds, two thirds win. And they should really battle Roman Reigns for the music, though. They should be like, yo, Roman, just give us the music. We don't want your bum ass. Because you would ruin a good thing, you know? Um. <laughs> Speaking of tag teams, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match featuring the New Day versus the Trap House Usos. Who you yo, got? Um, put, put, put five on it. I'm still mad that the Usos, the Trap House Usos, are now rapping on their entrance music. I'm like, like y'all, it was good, and then y'all, y'all started rapping, and then I don't know about you, Illa, but I was like, all right, maybe that hook, I I can deal with the hook, but then I was like, nah, let's go back to instrumentals, man. And it's them, it's the Usos rapping. It's not some, it's them. It's them. They didn't learn from our truth. I don't think anyone's ever told our truth the honest to God truth. <laughs> that you, shit is garbage. You sound like hot shit, and we can't <laughs> understand what you're saying until you say "What's up." I don't. I don't think anyone has ever honestly told that man like, "Yo, this shit is awful." But okay, so who 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 gets this? I don't even remember the rest of the tag team. Something's gonna happen in the tag team. All right, because. They um yo shout out to the fashion police, uh fashion peaks ended on a cliffhanger, with the fashion police getting a premonition from a half eaten pie, that the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that the SmackDown tag division was in danger, um so something could happen, um it's always all right where's Nesco because. This is the Usos, their their rematch, right? So if they if they lose this match, they should be out of the picture. New Day, New Day's. I think they're gonna keep this belt on New Day for a little bit because SmackDown seems to SmackDown doesn't so far. SmackDown hasn't been swapping titles. You haven't really seen that on SmackDown, except um, for the the U.S. title. But the belts on the tag team normally stay for a little bit. The women's title t- tends to stay on that champ for a little bit. And then the um, the WWE title seems to stay on that champ for a little bit. So I see New Day winning. And I also see another dope match for Xavier Woods. Because they kind of pointed out the fact that on Sunday, the uh, variation is going to be Big E versus... Um, Big E and, and Woods versus you know Jimmy and Jay. So they're really playing up this whole like, oh... You know, the New Day can has all these different, you know, formations of their tag wrestling. So, um, we'll see. I think they're playing that up, man. Like, you know, Xavier Woods showing the world he's a dope wrestler and he doesn't just need to be a manager. Ella, who you got? I got the New Day taking it or keeping it, really, since they are the champions currently from the Trap House Usos. 
the Usos aren't gonna have the posse with them, you know, so they can't they can't get them this time. But you know, I think the new and it'll it'll give um some of the other like the Brazongo and some other tag teams a chance to really kind of go up against the New Day and give them a fresh a couple fresh contenders, while the Trap House Usos stay relevant by beating up other people and then getting their title back later in the year. Yeah, I mean as long as long as they just let the Usos do what they're doing on the mic. I, it'll be good, unless WWE gets some crazy idea to throw the Usos on Raw, you know. If they, but you know what, they would throw them on Raw, but you know what they wouldn't do? They wouldn't pair them up with Roman Reigns, and then just let them be this 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 goon squad. You know what I'm saying? Because like the Usos have the look right now, they have the swagger right now. You know what I'm saying? And Roman smirks and walks to the ring anyway like that. So Roman coming out. To the trap house music, with flanked by Jimmy and Jay, and they're just smirking. Jimmy's got like his shirt all half on his face and whatever. Jay's got like you know his little touch of gray in his beard, just like me mugging people. Yo, the fact and that you rubbing. can identify who the fucking Usos are, <laughs> like props, props to you, because I don't pay that much attention to them. They just look like two chubby Samoans to me. Yo, but, so it, you could tell once they stopped painting them the same. Like, once they stopped painting them. Because I'm like, why do y'all wear the same face paint? I thought one would wear blue, one would wear red. Nah, like, it was whatever, man. But, nah, that would be. Like, if they had, like, some Uso um, swag swag stable and they're just beating up people, you know, then they'd be goons for real. Yeah, but I mean, Raw has enough heel tag team, so that's not going to happen. Well, San- well, they're not sending Roman to SmackDown. Well, what is going to happen is New Day is going to retain, and that's going to be that. The next match we have up is another SmackDown match. The Women's Championship as Naomi defends her title against Natalia. This is, um, I guess the real question is, do we see a cash in here? Wait, has Natalia ever been champion? She, no, she, she hasn't, no. Okay, because I see them... I want Naomi to win, but I could see them having Natal- uh, Natalia getting the win, and as she's celebrating, getting cashed in, and, and she'll be like, uh, and then she'll be like, "Oh my God, we were friends. We were in the welcoming committee together. Like, why would you betray me? You're such a like evil in person." In fact, it would go down like that. Like, oh, girl would come out to like congratulate her. Like, yeah, you did it. Pop. And then either she pops him, or like Ellsworth sneaks in the back and pops Natty, and she's like, "I cannot believe that the evil girl betrayed me." Is there no trust among villains? Like, no, nah, there's no trust among villains. So, um, but this should be a pretty good match. Natalia can go. Naomi can wrestle. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing how this one comes out. Uh, but hopefully it stays with uh, Naomi, you know, because I love feeling the glow, and I like watching the glow bounce. Um, I wonder if they're going to do anything special for her entrance. Because, I mean, the, the glow-up belt is pretty dope, you know, and they're going to be in the Barkley Arena. So, if they maybe do some, you know, more neon lights. Because, I mean, that's all uh, Naomi. Like, she choreographs all her stuff herself. And so, she's been working with, like, you know, the E for, like, the custom title belt was kind of her idea. She's like, can you guys put lights on this? You know, can we control this? Like, her outfit, like, all that is her. Just, you know, really pushing her look. And, I mean, it, it looks great. I mean, she's got one of the coolest looking entrances out there. And I honestly am surprised they're not selling glow up belt yet. I'm like, how are y'all not selling glow up belts yet? So hashtag W W E logic. So, um, they don't respect the women like they should. The swerve would be Natty gets this, Natty gets this win. And then she's betrayed by her friend. And she comes on. I don't know if there will be a talking smack after. But they said there was going to be like talking smacks after pay-per-view. But because this is a joint pay-per-view, who knows what they might do. They might do a raw talking smack because they do raw talk as well. Don't know what happened. But she might go on like talking smack. But I can't believe I was betrayed. You know, all I have in my life are my cats and my husband. And I don't have <laughs> friends. <laughs> so it would be. All right. So I, I, would, I'm, I, I hope to see a cash in here. So that's my prediction. Cash in. Uh, I know, such a safe bet. Such a safe bet. Cash in on Natty. So there, I committed to something. All right, next up. 
the Raw's Women's Championship, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. This has to be a straight-up wrestling match. There has to be a winner here, as there's no cash-ins or anything. So, um, And Alexa Bliss is going to retain her championship. Oh, man, does she go? Does she, I mean... Dude, she's, she's going to retain the belt. You think you think her uh, good friend Nia Jax shows up and helps her out at any point? That I'm not sure of. I don't know if Nia Bay is going to be involved, but I definitely know, or I definitely feel that uh, Sasha's going to lose. Or because all right, the two my two thoughts, my speculation on the Nia situation is Nia costs Sasha the match because she's like, I know I can beat Alexa, right? So I'm gonna help her win because I know I can beat her. Um, she has Nia beaten. I think has has Nia beaten Sasha on the main roster yet? Of course. Um, because last week she did. Nia she did lose. Beat her ass. Yeah, but no, but, she always she always beats and then gets in the submission and then you know taps out. No, no, no. She used to beat Sasha's ass. Only recently had they let uh, the last couple of months. I mean, Nia's been taking L's to Sasha or whatever. But yeah, nice. We used to whoop uh, when she first came out. She was whooping Sasha's ass. So it's like I could I could see that strategic. Um, shout outs to Alexa Bliss. I think her expressions are going to be so memorable. Like no one does the stank face. Ex- shout out better to than the, like Alexa. Shout out to the little kid ringside who smacked Alexa Bliss on her ass. Mike, while chop. Nia Jax was uh carrying her. Did you see that video? No. Why is this child doing this? Parents, get your children. You're teaching them bad habits already. No, I would give that kid a high five. <laughs> so, Naya, after a match, Naya is carrying off Alexa Bliss over her shoulder. And so, she walks up ringside. It looks like a house show. Alexa Bliss's ass cheeks are just right there. This little black dude reaches up and smacks her on the ass and then promptly pulls his hand back and turns. And Naya, like, she sees it coming, but doesn't stop it, and it happens, and she kind of spins around, and then the look on her face, because she just has this kind of, like, shocked face, like, oh, wow, and then she just carries her off, and you hear Alexa, like, did he just smack my ass? <laughs> so, yeah, shout out, shout out to that cat. His parents need a raise. I don't want to be in that teacher-parent conference with that kid trying to explain this. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Don't wish these on your teachers, folks. Teach your children better. All right. Uh, <laughs> who we say? Who did we come? We speculated on a possible interference. I'm going with Alexa Bliss. Going to Alexa. How many? How many titles does Chelsea have? She has three on Raw, right? I don't know if they're gonna fight. Oh wait, Sasha never wins. She never wins in Brooklyn. I think there's a streak where all her pay per view matches in Brooklyn, she's lost. So, I have no effing idea. If they bring up that statistic, she'll probably win. She'll break her streak. Uh, there's another wrestler who never wins at SummerSlam. Oh, John Cena. John Cena is another guy. He never wins at SummerSlam. The guy who hasn't won but has only been winning of late is oh Ray God. Wyatt. Oh my he God. is facing Finn Balor. I'm gonna... Ray, Ray actually got a win on Monday Night Raw. Bro, I'm using I'm using no. one of my strikes. Yeah, Monday Night Raw, yeah. I'm using one of my strikes. What, what you got? Man, fuck Bray Wyatt, yo. <laughs> I can't even pretend anymore, man. <laughs> I Bray, can't even... Oh. Bray Wyatt. Not the eater of worlds, the eater of cheeseburgers. Because he's getting blimpier and blimpier by the, uh, by the week. Look, maybe he's skipping leg day. All right, you remember he was working out. Maybe he's skipping leg day. Yo, all upper body. What, what he what he's not skipping is dinner time, breakfast, or lunch. All right, you know arms. What did, what did Jay say on forty four? Like I can still skip leg day and I can still run the world. Like all right, look man, he's skipping yeah, leg day. But Jay Z has horrible skinny legs anyway. He's he's been he's been listening to four forty four. So like he's like I don't need leg day, you know. Um. This was dumb. Finn Balor loses clean on Raw and gets dumped with Dawn Soap. All right. I know that trick. I, I did I did theater at, in a high school, and one of our, our classes was 
you know, props and stage, stage, um, stage design. And we learned how to make good fake, uh, plot bread. And you can use Dawn soap and, um, some food coloring and it comes right out. So that's why it's good. And it looks good too, from a distance. And I'm like, yo, Bray Wyatt's got like a whole bucket of Dawn soap and he just threw it on Finn Balor. And my Cole's like, oh my God, I've never seen this. I'm like, bro, you've been working for the WWE like 20 years. You've seen something like this before. How many times did someone attempted to be murdered? How many times was Undertaker buried alive? How many times did like Triple H try and run over someone's car with another car? Like someone pouring blood on them is not the craziest thing you've seen, Michael Cole. I'm pretty sure you almost got murdered at one point. <laughs> so That's Finn Balor's like, Kurt, you got to give me a rematch. And this time I'm going to bring out the demon. I'm like, oh my God. So I guess this whole match is just a setup for Finn to go Super Saiyan. Like, because we have nothing else to do against Bray Wyatt, who's been losing so much. Mind you, his win-loss ratio is worse than Disco Inferno from WCW. From, From where? From WCW, Disco Inferno. Has oh, a better win loss record than Bray Wyatt currently. True. And Finn Balor is going to win this match as the Demon King. This is just an, I mean, he's, he's, it's been a year since um, Finn has reached his final form. So I guess you're going to get your money's worth. It's going to probably be more entertaining than the match. <laughs> well, it's always worth the, worth the, uh, the ring entrance. Oh, my God. Both of them have real cool ring entrances. And they, you know, they may put on a decent match. But Bray Wyatt's no real threat. Also, All right. is no real threat is WWE champion Jinder Mahal. Damn, shots fired. Blah, blah, blah. He's, he's definitely no threat. <laughs> he's being protected by the Singh brothers and the WWE. Going up against our boy, our main man, the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura. And um, I, I got Swagsky on this. Yeah, I got him debuting and taking it. Uh, how many how many months now has it been for uh, Hard Body? Three, right? Like three? You know, at this ex- uh, accelerated rate of pay-per-views, I can't really tell. You can't even tell. You're right. Well, I mean, he's he's had it. You know, I mean, three three months, two is, is decent. You know, I mean, Booker T had it for like three months. Mark Henry had it for like 90 days, like three months. So, I mean, I mean, it was a run. It lasted longer. My, my, I guess everyone's disappointed is like all the matches with Randy Orton have been the same. It's just basically Jinder getting his ass whooped and then somehow hitting the claws at the end. You know, they, they haven't really made him look like a dominant champion. Um, and the run, which is which is disappointing, and there's ways to do heel champions, and like like I said, it's hard for me to hate the gender character when he's like, look, y'all hate me because I'm foreign, you know, like America's xenophobic and crazy, and like Our president is Donald Trump, so you know, like they, like on SmackDown, they proved his ass right, you know, he's like, yo, I'm just gonna celebrate Indian independence, you know, watch me do this, and they booed the shit out of him. You know, like, well, like, I guess, you know, like. <sighs> Who do you have winning the match? I've got money on Swagskay. I mean, the Swagskay is like the easy bet, right? Like, all right, this is knock more error. I think the harder bet is how do the Singh brothers get murdered in this match? All right. Randy Orton has raised the bar <laughs> on attempted murder of the Singh brothers. Now, this is the king of heart of, of strong True. style. True. Does he kick their heads off? Is the Singh brother go flying to a table in this match? <laughs> we, we should probably post a poll on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> How do the Singh brothers get handled at SummerSlam? You know, because, like, you've never seen guys so passive aggressive and, like, you know, button up college shirts. You know, they got it. Like, I'm like, what's their prep? They go from city to city. They go to like a Coles and buy a shirt just to get the ass whooped in there. <laughs> oh man. I mean you're getting paid. You know, shout out to job security. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me they don't do it back. Tell me they do a, a, a you can't tell me they're not doing a good job of getting their ass kicked, right? It's so entertaining. They do a great job of getting their ass kicked. 
So does Jinder Mahal, for that matter, because that's how <laughs> most of his matches are. He's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> oh, man. All right, yo, Swag's gay for the W and the new champ. It's Brooklyn. You know, Brooklyn uh, is like, that's where he debuted the violin, or the violin in, in person. Debuted. So, de- oh, you're right. Debut, and I teach English too? Debuted the violin in, in, uh, in person. Wait, pause. <laughs> you teach English. <laughs> Have you ever listened to yourself on this podcast? Oh, I got to edit this podcast all the time. Have you ever played it back? <laughs> I mean, in oh. this episode alone, the times I have to restrain myself. I mean, that one was an obvious one. Come on, Bowman. You and uh, DJ Ben, I mean, the butcher of names. You're like, you must be like his cousin. I should just like, have a butcher podcast. Are you we like just... the uh, the filayer of names or something? Like he's we... the butcher. I don't know. What, what is We should just do a podcast where we're just reading off names and just butchering them. Just like, just commit murder to your ears. <laughs> All right. And last, but not least on this Jesus, it's a lot of matches on this loaded pay-per-view that everybody has to get a check on. Whew. We have the Universal Championship match featuring Roman Reigns. Is this boo? <laughs> versus Samoa Joe. Versus Braun Strowman. Versus the reigning, defending Universal Champion. The Beast Incarnate, Barack Lesnar. Who you got, Bowman, in this fatal four-way matchup? All right, well, you guys know I have a bias towards Samoa Joe. I think it's clear that I've said Samoa Joe is my favorite wrestler. So, you know, I have that bias. Want to see Joe do work? I know he's going to put hands on Roman because Roman put some dirt on his name this past Monday. So disrespectful. I, this is, I just want to see how long this match is and how it goes. Because this is a big four-way. This is a huge hoss fight. These are all, like, heavyweights. This and match is going to be some time. A little bit. Like, this is going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. We're going to see Braun and Brock in the ring for a little bit. And then throwing hands. Uh, well, Roman and Joe. We got to have the classic face-off where Braun and uh, Brock go face-to-face and stand in the ring, go nose to titty meat, I guess, because, you know, Braun's a little taller than Brock. So, um, you know, I want to see Joe. What I would like to see, I would like to see Joe uh, suplex Brock Lesnar. We know Joe can suplex. You know, he, he submissions. He's got suplexes. Joe's a real, just throw it back at him. Throw it back at him, Joe. Roman... You're going to do your Superman punches. It's going to be all right. You know, it's a lot of interesting matches up. We're going to, we're going to see um, Joe versus uh, Strowman, you know? Like, talk about a height advantage. You got Braun right there, and, you know, Joe doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> now, this isn't this isn't a fatal four elimination match, though, right? It's no. This is a four-way, okay. yeah. So, yeah. I think, really, if you think about it, Samoa Joe's at a disadvantage in this match because, you know, his finish is the Coquita Clutch. And none of these guys are tapping. None of these guys are tapping. They would pass out. So real, you know, non WWE logic. You know, Joe would have to get that um that clutch in long enough for someone to pass out and not get um interrupted by someone else. So Roman's probably with the spear. You know, he can get that surprise W very quickly, or bronze with the running power slam. Uh, you know, also Brock with the F5. So, like, they could, they could get a W really quick. Joe's at a disadvantage here because, you know, he's not muscle. Even with the muscle buster, if he was the muscle buster someone, it takes setup from the top rope. So, like, Joe doesn't have that quick, you know, that quick finish. Um, This match is kind of designed. I guess we should talk about the rumors of a possible uh, UFC return from Brock Lesnar. Like, it's, like even the story-wise, Paul Heyman said that if he loses, he's quitting. You know, of course, I guess to go possibly train. But if you look at the sports scuttle, but like Brock has at least like six months um, to just sit in the drug pool, in the testing pool before they let him fight again. And, and he they hasn't damn, registered yet. Yeah, so. He hasn't registered yet. He hasn't un, unretired yet. So his suspension 
is still suspended. That's like we said this last year. I was like, why did he retire? Why not just you know wait out his suspension? Because it wasn't like he was gonna fight anyway. So he could have wrote it out and then retired, and then we wouldn't have had this. So, but he's not but, skipping. If he does fight, he's not skipping any lines this time. But yeah, but it's gonna be to do a match versus John Bones Jones. So it's just a big money payday match. That's why Brock would go back and do it. That's so. the rationale. That's the reason. But so. other than that, you know, he was chilling, retired. I mean, he whooped Mark Hunt's ass, and you know that's what it was. And he's uh, gonna be the winner. He's gonna retain his title against these three jabronis this weekend at SummerSlam. They're all gonna go to Suplex City. They're all gonna catch it. But the spectacle, the sight that everybody's gonna be waiting to see, is when Braun Strowman eats that F five. He's gonna feel the F five fury of Brock Lesnar. All right, yeah, it's going to be a spectacle. We've seen everyone else. Yeah, Braun, Braun's going to get that F5. Um, you know me, uh, Bowman's bias. Check out that alliteration there. I do teach English. All right, Samoa Joe. I mean, I, I would be satisfied if Samoa Joe gets the, gets, the, gets the win. I can live with that. Everybody knows I ride with Brock Lesnar because he steps on faces. But, <laughs> but if Samoa Joe comes out with the title belt, I ain't mad at that. But Brock's going to win it. There you have it. All right, folks. Let us know who you think. Um, let us know what your SummerSlam plans are. Are you going down to Brooklyn? It seems to be a yearly tradition. That they're Also, they're going to be back in Brooklyn again next year as well. You know, I mean, if it works, why not? You know, um, you know, it's, just, it's a nice arena. You know, consistency. All right. So, um um, let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at uh, Slambros Pod. That's at Slambros Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Bowman12L. Also on Instagram, same thing, Bowman12L. No spaces, nothing. It's just Bowman12L. Illa, where can the good folks find you at? At IllaYC in the Twitterverse. At YC the Champ on the Instagrammatic. And at Charlie and the Champ on all platforms. I'll let your mans. I love the banner. I love the uh, chitty and chat. Talk my shit with the people. So get at us. All right, folks. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy your SummerSlam. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>